think of something that you disagree with that just kind of burns you up inside. It's frustrating when people say this. Could be anything. Mine is something that you heard a lot at the beginning of the pandemic. You heard a lot of people say this. You heard it on commercials. And it, every time I heard it, and it always kind of, you know, pre-pandemic, people would say this, and it, it never sat well with me. It, it's almost, to me, a loser-victim mindset. When I hear people say, just making the best of a bad situation. Well, we made the best of a bad situation. I, that fires me up. I, I can't, I can't. That's a loser mentality. Now, sometimes there are situations, there's always exceptions. Not many, though. Not many, though. Especially when it's out of your control, or when it, it's something that you can have control of or be a part of the fix to that situation. If a family member's got cancer, you can't control that. That's a sad situation. That's a bad situation. If you yourself has cancer, that's a bad situation. But when you get told that you're going to wear a mask, you're going to follow these guidelines, we're going to shut your business down, we're going to lock you up, and your response was, we're just making the best of a bad situation, you're a loser. You're an absolute loser, and that's why we're in this, that's why we are in the situation we're in today. Hopefully, you've learned your lesson from that. I was not one of those people. Sometimes, it's okay to get pissed. Sometimes, it's okay to be mad and fight back and, and speak your mind and refuse. Don't do it. Don't follow the orders. Sometimes a bad situation, if it pisses you off, that's okay. If it makes you angry, that's okay. And let people know that it makes you angry. It's, it's, I've said it a bit, it's a loser mentality. And it's one of the main reasons why we are in this situation today. Because people went into panic mode, they listened to daddy government, and they thought things were going to get better. They bought into all the buzzwords, the new normal, they didn't like it, but they bought into it. They listened to the damn commercials, the NBA, you know, I remember an NBA commercial specifically, where you got Magic Johnson on there, we're going through very scary times. You got Taco Bell commercials telling us how to order through a drive-thru. 
it was a bad situation, and it's okay to it was okay to be pissed off about it and not do and not follow through with all the guidelines. And now we've got a trucker convoy in Canada that I think is going to turn into a bad situation. It's going to turn into a bad situation, and I don't think we have enough people that are thinking long-term. I went back and I I reread The Art of War. And I've read it a few times or listened to it over on audiobook. I do a lot of that. I have it on in the background and, and whatnot. But I think, and I've thought this for years, many, many years, I think The Art of War can be applied to any aspect of your life. Maybe not the entire thing, but maybe specific aspects of it can be applied to a situation. In this trucker convoy, it is the complete opposite of what you should do when it comes to, if you, if you, if you go back and you look at the art of war. 13 aspects. All the different areas within those aspects. I couldn't align I couldn't line any of them up. I couldn't align one thing that was a positive. Maybe some of you can if you've read this or if you've read The Art of War. You maybe you can. I don't know and if you can that I would love to know. Because from the very beginning I thought to myself this thing was this was not planned out. This was a hey, let's go show, let's go be true patriots. Let's let's show our bravery and we're going to them. We're going to Ottawa. And we're gonna we're gonna protest and we're gonna rally and we're gonna have fireworks shows and we're gonna have concerts and we're gonna have all kinds of fun. Cause that's what it's turned into a big freaking pep rally. You've got conservative conservatives on social media declaring we've already won, showing video. All the comments and retweets and all this, it, it, it's all, <coughs> it's all trying to join the crowd to be a part of the cool kid club, to be a part of the popular club. Hey, look at us. We love our country. We love freedom. Woohoo! That's fine. But they can't get beyond that. They can't think long term. As a matter of fact, a lot of them, they're still stuck on the past. They're still stuck on what's already happened. And a lot of them, they can't even be accountable for themselves that they've been getting their ass kicked as a party for decades now. One, But one thing that really stuck out to me, and maybe because we're only a few weeks in, we're, it's a, it should have been over by now. If we were going to win, it should have been over by now. But no, we're still congregate. We're we're still all gathered up, congregated in one specific spot, you know. Where it, and honestly, when you see pictures of it, the cold weather, the snow, it it, it just it, it looks like 
It looks shitty. Like, why the hell would you want to be there? I know, that's bad to say. I shouldn't say that, but it's true. It looks freaking awful. But there was one part in The Art of War where Sun Tzu talks about receiving contributions from home. Contributions, donations, all, all that aid, whatever. Receiving contributions from home. <clears throat> How that affects economy in the long term, short term, present. Yeah, it, 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 giving charity and providing stuff, it, 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 it's the intent. They mean well. The intent means well. But too many people thought, well, they meant well. They meant well. Well, I know they meant well. But it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's stupidity on their part. People donated to, to uh, GoFundMe. Why on earth, if you've been following anything going on over the past couple years, why on earth would you take your money and you would donate it to support this cause through GoFundMe? You deserve to lose your money. Not smart. That was not smart. You're out X amount of money. But the intent, you meant well. And what did GoFundMe say? They were going to distribute the money to, um, what, charities that they deemed necessary? If I'm wrong, let me know. I could be wrong on that. But I believe it was something along those lines. So basically, you funded the people we're against. Good job. Thank you for that. Well done. And then, go send go. They jump. They, they, they get right up on the, they jump right up to the podium. Hey, use our platform and it'll get there. No problems whatsoever. They punt. Hey, they, they, they saw an opportunity to promote their company. They saw dollar signs. They saw, you know, all kinds of positive things for them. We're a Christian, we're a Christian-based crowdfunding company, and your donation's safe with us. And what did everybody do? They donated. I know the intent was there. The intent, they meant well. They're being good patriots. They're donating to the cause. What happens? Servers get hacked. If they even got hacked, because they use Amazon servers. Now, if we lived in a normal world, it shouldn't be an issue. It wouldn't have been an issue with GoFundMe. But we don't. We live in a communist world. Our country is probably 90-95% communist. In terms of them running every one of our institutions... As citizens, we're not. But that doesn't matter because they are... They are in all of our major institutions. 
So anyways, I feel like Give Send Go should have made people aware that they use Amazon servers. Because what could go wrong? Well, absolutely what could have gone wrong went wrong. Got hacked or Bezos made a phone call and said, hey, I need you to go ahead and uh, get all those donations. Get the, let's, let's freeze them. Let's get their uh, email address. Let's get as much information on every single buddy, on every single person that donated. We can. And that's exactly what happened. And then give send go. They come out. They make a they make a statement on Gab. I don't think it was on Twitter. Shocking. It's only on Gab. Tells us, you know, they're just being up front and they're telling us exactly what's happening. And there was a part that said, your money's fine, your credit card numbers are fine, but they do have your name and they do have your email addresses. And there was a long freaking reply list of people just rationalizing why this is okay. Because the intent. They, they meant well. They meant well. So too many people... There's a lot of, they're finding it in their hearts. Well, it's okay. At least they didn't get this much. Or, you know, we got God on our side, which we might have hoped we do, but I think that's just a front for a lot of people. And to me, that kind of falls in line with making the best of a bad situation. Their intent, they meant well. They screwed up, but it's okay. No, it's not okay. It's not okay. I don't care what information. People that I don't like, that I don't support, that I know that hate everything that I value. I don't care what information they have of me. I don't want them to have any of it. Zero. Zilch. And here we've got... We've got people that, you know, for the most part, I think they value the same things we do, that I do. We we all understand the reality of the situation of what's going on, but they don't for whatever reason they give passes. They don't think long term. They don't they they're too nice. When screw ups happen, especially major ones, it's okay to be angry. It's okay to be mad. It's okay to let them know that because they're gonna do everything they can. They will not make the same mistake twice. And they will do everything they can as quickly as they can to correct that problem. But when you give them passes, like a lot of people have done, I don't think they're going to be as urgent. It's not going to be as high priority regardless of what they say. Or they're going to settle for, well, they have this information, but they don't have this. So, yeah, we did the best we could. It's pathetic. It's absolutely pathetic. The mindset has got to change. Quit getting caught up in in what's happening right now. And take some time to think long term. Positives and negatives. The whole freedom trucker thing, I, I hope to God I'm wrong. I really do. But I'm telling you, the longer this stretches out, we're in their territory. Meaning we're in Ottawa. It's shit weather. 
There's kids. We're treating it like a parade, like a big carnival. And meanwhile, you know, we we really don't hear too much from Trudeau. We don't hear anything from the from the people from the people that he's answering to. They're quiet. But man, when Trudeau puts his face in front of the cameras, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. And that's another thing you need to get over to. You got to understand what you can call him Castro Hitler even though he's it's not it's not Hitler at all. Call him whatever you want. He doesn't care. They love that kind of stuff. They love that kind of stuff. It fuels them. It's almost like they just start foaming at the mouth because they know they got you. I don't know what's going to happen moving forward. I was done being positive a long time ago when it came to this. Of course, it didn't take me long to realize that something something wasn't right with this whole COVID situation. It took me about 30 seconds, if that. But if somehow we do come out of this on the winning side, the mindset has got to change or else it'll happen again. And I saw a a, a quote tweet from Jesse Kelly. He quote tweeted someone who basically said, when this is over, everybody just move on. You know, in other words, not holding anyone accountable. And Jesse Kelly says, no, people need to be held accountable. There need to be trials. People need to, there need to be consequences. People need to go to jail. People, I, I mean, I, 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 th- I think people need to be hung. Get rid of them. They need to be gone. Wipe it out completely. Because if you just leave a little bit, if you just leave a little bit, maybe the, maybe the, maybe the last person on the totem pole who you think has no voice or no say so, if you just, hey, we'll let them go. It stays alive. It's got to be wiped out to complete extinction. Woke sports ball. And in particular for this topic, the woke MLB. Woke Major League Baseball. I feel baseball has been the most woke professional league in our country for a long time now. They're more quiet about it, but they, they've been, I think they've been the most woke for longer than the others. Um, that's just my, what I think, uh, I know others out there think differently and that's okay. At the end of the day, sports ball as a whole is woke, but particularly for today, I want to talk about the Major League Baseball strike that's on day 81, 82, 
I don't, I don't know. It might not even be that. It might be longer. It might be less. I don't know. And then the hiring of females in managerial roles or on-field coaching roles at the minor league level. And then minor league baseball as a whole. Let's talk about minor league baseball first, though, as a whole. The past couple of years. You know, you had the athletic. The athletic. You know, athletic is state is, is basically the uh, state sport propaganda machine. You know, the athletic. When the athletic came out, it was by far the best coverage of sports we've ever seen. It was phenomenal. I loved it. I was on there all the time, you know, reading my baseball articles, fantasy baseball stuff. I loved it. It was great. It was worth the money. Absolutely worth it. And then the pandemic hit, and they just completely flipped their tune quickly. They were bought in from the get-go. They helped spread the fear, porn, uh, then, then all the... Social justice stuff came on, and they were they were all on board, and they started incorporating that to their podcast and in every article, and and they and they and they were they were putting in their stuff heavily. I mean, it wasn't no you know a, you know here or there you know maybe just sprinkling maybe maybe just sprinkling some woke stuff in there. No, they were like it was a damn buffet. To the point where it was unreadable quickly. I, I I canceled my subscription and I let them know that this is this is you guys are you guys have gone off the you guys have gone on the deep end. And so it started with the athletic, I believe. And all of a sudden I noticed that you've got minor league baseball players out there that feel like they are um they're getting screwed. They're getting treated poorly. They were talking about how some were having to sleep in their cars. Uh, they didn't have these. Basically, what it comes down to is they didn't have the nice things that Major League Baseball players had. They were shitting on the sport that's given them an opportunity to be a professional baseball player, which I'm sure 99% of them have dreamt about doing since they were a little kid. And they're going to shit on the sport that's given them that opportunity. And they're basically going to say, hey, you know, look at us. Uh, You'd have thought it was the 1930s during the Ukrainian famine. And you got the athletic. Next thing you know, they're writing articles about it. You know, talking about how something needs to be done about minor league baseball players. They're eating this kind of food. And, you know, you've got players from the Baltimore Orioles. They're, they're, having, to, they're having to sleep in their cars. Too bad. Too bad. If you don't like it, do something else. Do something else. Or... Continue to get better and get better quickly and work your way up to the major leagues. But the victim role had already gone full blown, and you've got you've got an org, you've got a an activist group, an activist organization within minor league baseball, you know, to support the minor league baseball players. People are raising money for them, and they're selling bracelets of all kinds, you know, in support of minor league baseball players. If I was a GM. In Major League Baseball right now. If I was a GM. 
get rid of every single player that was playing the victim role. That was feeling sorry for themselves and their teammates, and they wanted more. Gone, see you, bye, you're done. We don't, we don't want you in our organization. We don't want you. In the steam that it picked up, it picked up quickly, and everybody, next thing you know, you've got all kinds of baseball fans. Oh, yeah, the minor league players, they, something needs to be done about that. Something needs to be done about that. They, they deserve better. They deserve more money. No, they don't. If they want more money, go get another job. They can go join the workforce. But instead, they're going to choose to they're going to choose to shit on the sport. That's giving them an opportunity to become a big league baseball player. It's sick, and the fact that the Athletic, Sports Illustrated, uh, all these beat writers, even the fans that are buying into this crap. You're killing the sport. You are killing the sport that you love. Whether you're a player, in the media, or a fan, you are killing the sport that you love, and you have no freaking idea. You think you're being a good person because you're being you're, you're showing sympathy to these poor minor league baseball players. Screw you. We've lost the complete mentality of earning anything. We have lost that mentality. Nothing has to be earned anymore. There's there's very few areas in our life where you still have to earn something. And when Major League Baseball looks like rookie ball five, six years down the road, within the next decade, this is going to be why. We're on strike right now. Major League Baseball is in a strike with the current players that we have today. Think about when these minor league players reach the major leagues and they become part of the players' union. What do you think they're going to want? Baseball might just get shut down completely because you know what? The owners, they're not... The owners, they're, they're not going to give in. And you know what? Good for them. Good for the owners. They own the team. They can do whatever they want. As long as they're not... As long as they're not abusing, putting these players in, in harm's way physically, where they're, where their players are getting beat, they're getting starved, they're getting um, abused sexually, they're getting killed. As long as none of that's happening, the owners can do what they want. That's my stance on it. They can do whatever they want to do. If they don't want to sign that bit, they don't have to do it. If they don't want to spend as much money as, you know, 99% of their fan base wants them to, that's their choice. If you don't like it, quit following the sport, quit following that team, or find a way to own your own team. And then you can do what you want. But let's take the easy way out. Let's take the easy way out. Let's side with the victims. The owners, they came they came with a proposal last week, I believe, where they were offering extra draft picks to teams. Which essentially would have given those teams more incentive to bring their 
their stud minor league players, their their you know their their better minor league players up to the big leagues early, therefore be more competitive. And the major league players, all they 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 continue to say, we want more teams to be competitive. We want it. We want everybody to be more competitive. Well, the owners gave you a solution and you turned it down because it ain't really about that. It's about getting more money. And if you want to get more money, be a better player. Earn it. So it, it, it's it's going to be very, very, very interesting when these minor league players become major league players and they become part of the players' union. It's <laughs> They're going to want things that we can't even... We can't even imagine right now, and it's it's it 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 sucks. It, it it really sucks. And everybody at the athletic and all these sport, you you guys suck. You guys absolutely suck. And all the fans that feel bad for these players and think that the the minor league players should have more, you suck too. Now we got female. Managers in minor league baseball, on-field coaches in minor league baseball. The Yankees, I don't know if it's their high A or low A, they they hired a female to be the manager of that team. Give it till the end of the season, and there's going to be a there's going to be an issue. There's going to be a situation. There will be a situation. What it will be. I don't know, probably sexually, yeah. And as soon as it happens, the female's automatically going to be the victim. Just like or just like Trevor Bauer was presumed guilty immediately by everyone in Major League Baseball circles with his issue this past season. I was one of the few that said, dude ain't, he's innocent right now. We don't know anything. We don't know anything, but because everybody's got to ride the wave and say, you know, carry the narrative, they're afraid to, you know, get, be shunned out of society if they say something that goes against it. Everybody, Trevor Bauer's guilty. The same thing's going to happen. Now, do you think that this female, I I don't know her name, do you think she truly earned it? Because if she truly earned it, if she truly earned it, I say, okay. But did she really earn? Does she know that? Does she truly believe she earned it? Do you guys really think she earned it? Because I sure as hell don't. She's excited to mold a team together. Okay, and then the next thing she's excited about, and she, she's there's a quote. She's quoted as saying this. As a matter of fact, I've heard it on Sirius XM MLB Radio. She's excited to become friends. She's excited to become friends with these players. She's not all that bad looking either. Not only are a lot of these dudes going to look at her and say, we're not going to listen to you. There might be some that, uh, I don't know. We'll see. You know where I'm going with that. But did she earn it? No. The Yankees just got to advance the women's movement because they're so oppressed. 
and this whole this women's rights movement and all that. Yeah, it's it's it sounds great. It's awesome, but there's a bigger purpose for it. Part of it is the communists. They know that sports are a threat to their regime, and they're and they're killing it every day with the trans stuff. With the trans stuff in sports and trans. Females, dudes, whatever. I, I don't even get that whole trans thing. That's how that's how non-connected I am to it. But I know this. It's toxic and it's destructive and it's one of the biggest things destroying... It's one of the biggest things that's destroying America on a daily basis. I do know that about it. But these women and trans and men's sports, especially the women when it comes to this, it's all about... And this is another rabbit hole for another day. But it's their way of lowering the population. The more women that work and they promote, and I do think women have to, they, they should make the choice or not if they want to work or not. But what it does is it lowers birth rates. It lowers, it lowers the opportunity, it lessens the opportunity to have kids if they wait to get married later and have kids or whatnot. And that's all part of the grand scheme. And this is how they're using sports for their ultimate goal. The same thing with Pittsburgh. They didn't hire. They they hired a female for uh, as an on. She's an on-field coach. So I don't. I guess she's a position coach. I don't know exactly what her title will be, but she's going to be on the field coaching. And it's it's going to be the same thing in Pittsburgh. There will be an issue. There will be a situation. And these, you wonder if, you, you wonder if all these coaches and these players that are getting, even the, even the blacks, not even so much the females, the blacks, all the, all the minorities that have been treated like shit, they think, for the past hundred years. They've had it so bad. I, I wonder if they just ever say to themselves, they have a quiet moment, and they say, man, I'm getting this position because of this, not because of that. And I'm sure some of them feel like they completely earned it. I'm sure some of them are saying, yeah, we know why we're getting it. We don't care. We've been shit on for the past hundred years. It's our turn. It's our turn. You know. But it's happening. It, it is happening. Baseball's gonna, baseball's not going to look the same if this continues. And I have, I have nothing telling me that it won't stop. Football... All the sports. The collegiate level, you know, I think allowing players to get sponsorships by local business, that, that's a disaster. That's going to be a disaster. Every Everything is so, everything looks so good in the beginning. And it sounds wonderful. It's because they, they form it and they shape it and they present it in a way that it's like, oh man, if you don't buy into this, you're a terrible person. That's how they decorate it, and they do a damn good job of it, too. You've got, I saw something, I know, this, I, know I wanted to say, talk about baseball only, but in hockey, you have, um, I saw a headline where they've got two black TV, con- it's going to be the first time ever in NHL history where um, there's going to be two black TV commentators doing the game. Can you guess what team that's for, or what city? I'll give you a few seconds. Seattle. 
Seattle Kraken, so go and go figure. They're the first organization, the first city that's going to have two black announcers calling the game on TV. Did, do you think they really earned it? Because I don't. I wonder if those two. I wonder if those two guys do. Because we all know what the deal is, or most of us know what the deal is. The ones that don't, they are. They are completely brainwashed. They've been fully indoctrinated, and it's just really sick to see what's happening to sports. Because sports is all about competition. It's about who's the best, who's the worst, who's going to get cut from the team, you know, in your high school years. You, know, you might be on the team, but you're not going to play. You have a role. You're identified. You have a role. It's everything that these communists present to you in a nice, rosy, colorful way. And it never turns out that way. But they know sports is a threat to their beliefs. And it was one thing that we had in our country where we might have different different political views. We might have we might have different values that we share. But you know what? We can talk about sports. We can talk about sports. We can debate about sports all we want. And then when the debate's over, when the discussion's over, when the game's over, you know, we're all gonna leave. We're all going to leave instead of, you know, it turning into complete chaos and violence and destruction. Or without, you know, I'm never talking to that person. I'm done with that person. So, we'll see what happens from here. That's all I got.